Hi, everyone. Welcome to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is season eight, episode 22, the one where Rachel is late. Late, late, She's late. late. She's That's late. That's common, a very important date. Oh, boy. No time to say hello, hello um, goodbye. She's late. She's late. She's oh, late. She, <laughs> she's going. She's leaning in. Um, it's really common to be late with your first kid, isn't it? I think so. But I also think it's common to be early. And it's, I think ba- the percentage of babies that arrive on their due date is like shockingly low. Wait, okay. How are due dates calculated? Um, From your last missed period. But how do they get like an exact date? Are they like, oh, this should have been the date you started your period and you didn't. So we'll Sorry, just like from your last 40 weeks from completed there. Completed period. So, okay, let's say you got your period. You, the last day of your period was January 1st. And then on February 1st, you took okay. a pregnancy test. They would say from January 1st, they're going to count 40 weeks. Even though you got oh, pregnant okay. somewhere in the middle of January somewhere 1st. Somewhere in February. between. Yes. But because that oh, can't be I calculated. See. Yeah. Um, but because, yeah. I mean, some people ovulate early. Some people ovulate late. So it's like, it could be anywhere in there. Although, although, she and Ross hooked up once. So she should know exactly what day. That's true. She got pregnant. But yeah. So she probably does. But even still, like, the gestation period is generally 40 weeks. But it can be. Gestation period. That's what it is. But I like, know it's just funny but when you say it like that. It sounds so like mammal. So the gestation period for an average human <laughs> woman is forty weeks. Well, Ashley, that sentence is correct. So I'm just going to take my medical degree and get out of here. Um, yes, thank you, Doctor Renee. No problem. But yeah, but they will let you go up to forty-two weeks because once before again, inducing? basically before it's they all like force a you. Guess. Yeah. Well, it right can start there. to. There. I. I don't. I was like baby's gonna come out no one's like ever kept a baby in forever but I think it starts to get um I think the baby gets too big for people to deliver and it just becomes like more of a thing after 42 weeks they're like it's yeah, definitely full term sense. even if they did your due date a month off the baby's full term you know yeah that makes sense so um yeah I know that's a thing so being late is not the fact that she's not like having contractions and all that jazz. I'm going to tell you a story. Okay, I'm ready for when you had your baby. Asked. I don't, I, oh my gosh. Um, I can't remember if I've told this story or not. I was trying to think of if it would have come up. It might have because okay. it's crazy. Um, but when I was living in Chicago, we were on the second floor of like a, three floor we were the top floor um, and so we had some neighbors beneath us um they're a lovely couple and the girl was pregnant with their first child and um they were really good friends with one of our friends so like we didn't chat to them tons we were friendly when we saw them but like we kind of you know like heard through the grapevine from our other friend what was going on with them and apparently um she was like oh yeah um they've had a midwife and she said that usually couples go to the hospital too early like yep. uh oh I'm starting to have contractions let's go yep. and she's like um and then they get sent home because it's like yeah dude you're like one centimeter it's gonna be like you don't want to be like basically they don't have room to keep you in the hospital for like 36 yeah. hours and it's also like you don't need to be here yet come back yeah and so the midwife was like 
don't go until whatever time they agreed on. Um, either what you know, whether it was like contractions a certain time apart or I don't remember. Yeah. Um, and so, so she like started having contractions, but they were like, okay, like you know, this we knew this was going to happen. This is the plan. We're going to wait. And so then whenever that agreed upon event happened that triggered them being like, okay, time to go to the hospital. Mind you, this is like Chicago, like not a lot of people have cars. I didn't, they didn't. And so they called an Uber, but by the time it got there, her contractions had like quickened and they were so close together that she like couldn't stand up and they were like, we're not going to make it. Like, we're like, we can't, we're not, we're literally not going to make it. I don't remember if they had called the midwife at that point and she had said that too, but they were like, okay, like we, we waited too long and now we can't get to the hospital. And so I don't know if their midwife made it to their house. I'm hoping so. (laughs) Um, Or if the guy had to do it, but it was summer. And so we had all the windows open and I think so did they (laughs) remember like, oh my gosh. the yelling and screaming we heard coming from that house. I was like, so the the wife was just like this like super sweet, bubbly, lovely, like permanent smile plastered on her face all the time. Like just so, and like genuine, you know, so nice. And I just remember like the primal noises. I And like, I was like, oh my gosh, like this woman is never going to know joy again. Like that's what it sounded like. <laughs> She was fine. Um, but yeah, so we we talked to them like a week or so later and they were like, oh my God, we're so sorry. We're so embarrassed. And I was like, uh, don't worry about us. Like we just shut the windows and we're like, fine. Like you had to have a baby at home, like your first child. And they were just like, it was wild and told us the story. Um, but she's like 10 now or something and healthy and it's just crazy yeah she was totally fine but isn't that nuts so they were like okay we're gonna wait because we know you're supposed to and then it was just like whatever happens and things went too quick and they had a home birth wow not on purpose and I got a front row seat kind of (laughs) I mean that's kind of I know I've told our friend Kim's story she like barely made it to the hospital but that's because she had such bad Braxton Hicks through her first pregnancy and she had to be induced and they were so bad through her second pregnancy that she was like, most people feel something like that. And they're like, oh, it's time. And they're like, no, it's definitely not time. You'll know when it's really time. But Kim didn't know when it was really time because hers were so oh, bad no. the whole time. So she had her baby almost in the elevator of the hospital. Like, oh, they threw her on the gurney and wheeled her into a room. But she wasn't even laying down. So that is pretty insane. wild. It's pretty Look, wild. Like, she wouldn't have been the first one to give birth in an elevator, mm-hmm. but I am so glad she didn't. <laughs> I know. I love. Have oh. you ever seen the picture oh. of like right after she had Parker? She's literally like holding her and her face is like, what <laughs> just happened? I think so. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's so good. It makes me so happy. Um, but yeah, it is like, it's a real thing. But I, I have a friend who, like your friend said, they go in too early. So my friend, it was their first baby, you know, and they're like, oh, I think it's time. Better get the hospital bag. So they go in and they're like, yeah, no, come back when you're having real contractions. They're like, go get a good night's sleep. Like, this is great. <laughs> it was like nine o'clock at night. They're like, go home, sleep in your own bed, you know, have something to eat, you know, relax. And at like 4 a.m., you know, 
her uterus was actually contracting and she was like, okay, now it's really time. <laughs> and she's like, I at what time meant. in the morning? It was like 4 a.m. or something. So she got some sleep. But uh, yeah. um, it was like, she's like, now I know. Like, oh, mama. Yeah. She's like, I know what they meant about the difference between <clears throat> the two. Because like you do, obviously, like your body is getting ready. But yeah do you know what I think is funny what? is that we're like okay so here's some stories we've heard because neither of us have a pregnancy story <laughs> I'm fine with it I just think it's funny that yeah, we're I like know. well my friend said yeah and then my other friend said it was like this mm-hmm. <laughs> um but so. yeah so Rachel is still pregnant even though she very innocently thinks that because it's her due date um it's gonna happen very Actually, you know what? And what? Let's talk about. I want to talk about uh, Joey first. Joey, Joey, okay. it's Joey. Um. <laughs> so when we had uh, our little clip show a few episodes back, episode nineteen, my friend Wes came on, and his favorite episode was the one where Gary Oldman is like spitting at Joey. Um, and the one his favorite in, Joey moment, not his favorite, necessarily his sorry, favorite episode. Correct, correct. His favorite Let's, Joey moment, please, is Gary Oldman spitting at him and them spitting back and forth and that kind of whole interaction. Um, and he said one of his questions that he posed was like, "Do they do Joey dirty? Like, does he ever really make it on the show?" And I was like, "I think that's part of his charm, as he's kind of like the everyman actor. Like, he is paying his bills, but he's not Tom Cruise or you know that type. He's not like." Yeah, he's like not, most like, people wouldn't famous. recognize him on the street. Right. Yeah. But he's making a living, which I actually think is like a lot of actors in Hollywood. A sweet you don't spot, know. Th- right? It's a very sweet spot. You are making yeah. a very livable wage, but you are not like you can still live your life. So um, but I think a lot of them want to not live their life. They think anyway, whatever. But we were kind of debating that. Um and he was like, did they ever say anything about this, like, huge movie he's in? And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's the one he goes to the premiere for. But I couldn't really remember. And this is it. This is the premiere. So, yeah, finally, Ch- Chandler and Monica got married almost a year ago. Um, well, I guess yep. uh, 10 months ago, if, if we're counting. Well, we'll talk <laughs> Nine about months that, ago. Um, so... Joey comes into the coffee shop and he's like, it's the poster from the movie I'm in. I'm... I'm unsuitable for children. I'm in THX. You know, I'm coming to a theater near you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, when he mentions the Oscar buzz and Phoebe's like, I started that. <laughs> um, uh, I love that. I thought I did. I thought I did. Um, and so then he says that, you know, everyone's invited and we're going to take a limo. And it's going to be this whole thing. It's going to be awesome. Um, but when he calls Estelle later, uh, he, he finds out that she only got him one ticket because she sold the rest on eBay. And if we already uh, didn't know move. that Estelle is kind of the worst agent, we do now. A bit of a hustler. <laughs> Sorry, I was waiting for more of a Wes story about like like Hollywood premieres. But it was just, oh, no. his question was just, does Joey yeah. ever actually make yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And is that. I bet Wes yeah. would have some good stories about Hollywood premieres. Anyway. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he finds out that he's only got one guest instead of, you know. Yeah. Instead of everybody, which is a bummer. 
Um, that is a and bummer. I do love when he's like, oh, I only have one ticket, so I have to pick between Ross and you three. And Rachel's like, what about me? And she gets all pissed off because everything pisses her off in this episode. <laughs> Oh my god. Definitely yes. not invisible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would just nice to be asked nice to or be acknowledged whatever. or whatever. Oh yeah. Um but yeah, and then uh you know, everyone's kind of trying to pick people and um he's sorry, everyone's trying to get them to pick him and he's like, "I want to take Chandler. He's always been supportive. He paid for my acting classes and this is going to be my way to pay him back. He's like, so you're never actually going to pay so me back. So you're never... Ac- and then he kind of like shakes his head like, nah, no. No, no. <laughs> no, but he he like says all this really nice stuff. You know, you yeah, you paid for stuff, but like you helped me run lines and you supported me and it's just really sweet. Um, So they decide to go together and uh, after some loving, lovingly glancing at each other, um. So they go to the premiere, which we don't see the red carpet or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, you know, they're all like, "Oh, um, yeah." They're like Joey makes moment. or yeah. uh, Phoebe makes. Well, some joke. and because because Monica's like, "If you choose me, I'm gonna wear a dress <laughs> cut down to here." Yeah. <laughs> and Chandler's like, "I've never seen this dress," and she's like, "Star in a movie." <laughs> then you will. <laughs> Monica is like so easily bought with this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. Um, But they're in the movie premiere. We don't see the red carpet or anything like that. And Joey leans over kind of like, it's my big fight scene coming up and something else. And he sees that Chandler is asleep. Yeah, that's rough. It is rough. And, okay, so you're Joey. You picked your one friend because you thought he was the one that supported you the most and he falls asleep. What what do you feel? What do you say? What happens? Um, Yes, I would be hurt because Mm -hmm. it's not just like, I don't know, because if you're Joey, like – this is your first time being at a movie premiere with like presumably Gary Oldman's there too and like other stars you know what I mean like this is major and so he must be just like on cloud nine excited and he he brought Chandler because he that's who he wanted to share this moment of excitement with as like a you've always supported me and like now I want you to finally like see the fruit of your labor kind of and Mm -hmm. like get to like be there and be excited and and like share in the in the in the win um and so the fact that Chandler is sleeping shows that like he's not actually as excited I mean it's not that he's like a jerk and doesn't care like I've fallen asleep through my share of movies but like he's clearly not as excited and amped up for his friend um and um, what was I going to say? Oh, and I think Joey's probably a little bit embarrassed yeah. because other people can see that the guy you brought is sleeping. Yeah. How would you feel? I would feel really sad, but also I fall asleep in movies. Not as much as I used to, but I definitely still fall asleep in them. So it'd be hard not to take it personally. Um, 
yeah it, it would be really hard not to take it personally um yeah and like you and I are both like real we fall asleep a lot through stuff yeah but it's like if you were if you were in a movie I don't know I'd like I'd be the one that's like oh my gosh that's you that's that's your scene yeah you know be like like, amped up even if it sucked I'd be like yeah I'd you know we'd be like okay we're going out for drinks ahead of time okay like let's do the red carpet thing okay you look great like what are we doing you mm-hmm. know like tell me what's going on here let me stand by you for the photo like yeah 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 it's you like I don't know I'd want to still be your hype girl yeah for sure and I think that's probably what the problem is and then when Joey like claps really loud to wake him up and Chandler's like oh good job so good loved it and Joey sets him up and he's like oh you really liked it even the kangaroo what about some specifics Mm. and uh, Chandler lies about being asleep, which I empathize with because I do As lie who about lies. being asleep for whatever reason. <laughs> I'm not a big liar, but when I'm sleeping, I'm a huge liar. Um, and when people laugh at stuff and I fell asleep during the show, I just wake up and laugh because I didn't want anyone to know I was asleep. <laughs> or if someone says something I'm like, oh, yeah, oh. I don't know. I just I don't yeah, know what it's it is. Funny. It's funny. <laughs> so funny. I, are you embarrassed that you were asleep? Like what is it? I don't I think I'm just asleep and for some reason my sleeping brain is like you're supposed to be awake, so be awake, but just pretend like you were awake. Um I don't know why. I still do it. I always think I'm gonna stop and then I'm like I'll like laugh and then I'm like, sorry, I was asleep. I don't actually know what I'm laughing at. Um But, you know, Chandler tries to, like, cover it up, I guess. He's like, oh, you know, that guy fell asleep. I mean, I kind of get why he does it. Sure. I mean, you got to save face because he feels bad because obviously it wasn't intentional, you know. For sure. And he does care. I get it. I get being tired. I do. Um, In my head, he had a reason that he fell asleep, but he doesn't. He doesn't have a reason. And then I, I started mean, thinking more. he did more. just have that. Yes. What? Okay. He also fell asleep and got sent to Tulsa. So he has a problem? Narcolepsy? Yes. Possibly. Um, um, I'm also thinking it was a World War One, like, ugh, drama. Like seven it could be pretty slow. It, yeah, it could be. It could just have been, like, pretty slow. I don't know. I don't know. Nothing Whatever. will I'm not deter me to watch a movie more than it being three hours long. Like, was it three hours? No, I just assume if it's a one war one World War One. Oh, it's movie, probably long. It's probably really long. Like none of those, you know, the '90s and the early 2000s weren't so long. But these days, I'm like, people's attention spans are shorter than ever, and the movies are longer than ever. Like. When we were kids, I like the Titanic are shorter. You do? What were you going to say about Titanic? Well, Titanic was like the longest movie ever when we were kids. Like nothing else was over yeah, 2 it was on, hours. Yeah, it had to be on two DVDs. Two do you remember that? VHS tapes, yeah. Yeah, um, it was like part 1, okay, time to put in part 2. Yeah. What's going to happen? <laughs> but like I feel like so many movies are over two hours now like not rom-coms not like fluffy stuff but anything that is not like a romantic comedy is like two to three hours 
I think Avatar is like three and a half hours, the new one. Oh. All the Harry Potters are forever long. I'm currently okay. being forced to watch these. And they are so, they wanted to watch two in a row. And I was like, that Which is like six hours. Yeah, I do. I think like if you're a hardcore fan, you can do that. But even me as a hardcore fan. So I have some friends who used to do Harry Potter marathon like oh in autumn. Six weeks long. Um, no, I think they would do like three one day and three but like honestly after two back to back any movies is too much I was kind of like all right because you just don't get to enjoy it as much um Avatar yes Harry Potter's yes Lord of the Rings yes those are all like epics though do you know what I mean and so I think things like the Marvel movies and like all all that other stuff that's not that long are they you don't think I guess I haven't really watched Marvel movies are that long I don't know the last one I saw they're definitely long Iron Man (laughs) I know. I, I haven't seen them either, but that's half the... Th- okay, we're going to talk about this. Oh, boy. Well, Just what everyone I came found here to hear. <laughs> Iron Man is 126 minutes, so that's two hours. Incredible Hulk, 112. And Iron Man, oh. 2, 124. Okay, these are all pretty short. The Avengers, 143. Wait a minute. So they're over two hours? They're all over two hours. The only one that I found I that's under that. two hours is... The Incredible Hulk and Thor, because they're probably not important enough characters to have their own movie. Doctor Strange, 115. Um, Oh, I was like 357 minutes. It was a TV show. I'm sorry. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, Avengers Endgame, 181 minutes. That is three That's hours. three hours. Why? That is too like, many nobody- hours. <sighs> Why do you think that it's like why? Be, why you, do we think I know that? why. I know why. Because every fight scene could be one minute to two minutes, but it's nine minutes to ten minutes. And you know that the good guy is almost gonna lose and then triumph at the end. We all know it's coming, but they spend twenty minutes to get there and it drives me crazy. Drives me crazy. Hmm. Not into it. Not into it. So anyway, she's not into it. People, some movies are too long, and those are some of them. Here's a list of movies that are too long. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like I feel like World War II movies tend to be too long, and just kind of you know, I don't know. Sometimes good. The only movies I like that are really long are uh, the Batman Begins. Renee, yes, this is a World War One movie. What I say when we fought Mexico? Oh, Mexico! That's correct. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> world War One, not World War Two. All the world. Okay. War anyway, are enough long. about movies that are too long. Keep to what? What else is happening in this episode? <laughs> they go to see Batman Begins. With the word interesting. <laughs> also, LOL that I'm complaining about how long things are. That could be I know. <laughs> This whole podcast could be shorter, and yet could we've taken one to two a minutes. twenty-two minute runtime show, and we talk about it for an hour to an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. But you know what? On these girls. I have the microphone, and you don't. <laughs> oh my gosh! How does how do any of you listen to this drivel? Um, I, know. I am sorry. Okay, everyone. so anyway. 
Joey is still like a few days later. Joey is still mad. He's calling Chandler Sleeping Beauty asking, oh, did you lose sleep? And he's like, OK, mm. you know what? You did a lot for me. I want to pay you back. And so how much do I owe you? He's you know, he kind of wants to be even. He's being a little spiteful. Yeah. Um, yeah. When he's like, no, I don't ever want to owe you anything again. Yes. Like, yes. And so he's like, how much were the headshots? How much was this? How much was that? And so they kind of go through some of these, the infamous booger well, headshot. Yeah, like, the booger. And he's like, um, rent, food, utilities yep. for the last, what does he say? Six years. Yeah. I mean, until he lived with Monica. He was paying Joey's rent yeah. after <laughs> and uh, there was that dialect coach when you needed a southern accent, which after 20 oh hours still came out Jamaican. What are you talking about? The South will rise again, Mon. <laughs> the South will rise again, Mon. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's so funny. That is such a good line. A side note <laughs> on southern accents. When Ashley and Ben were here. I was like, Ben, we were in Kentucky and our tour guide had a really, really like Southern draw. And I asked Ben, I was like, have you ever heard an accent, like a Southern accent this exaggerated? And he's like, it almost sounds fake. <laughs> like, yeah, he was like, it's hard. It's true. It's hard to imagine that it's not fake. And then there was someone at our uh, New Year's Eve party, my friend's boyfriend, who is from Knoxville, and he's just a real Southern. Bar, 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 bar. And yes. he said, he was like, I his accent sounded fake to me. <laughs> and I was like, it is definitely real. But um, it's, I'm really glad that Ben got to hear and experience all of that. Like, yeah. he got to hear like Knoxville and Kentucky Southern drawl. He got to hear Duluth Cafe. Minnesota. You know, I was like, this is so good. This is like, <laughs> He's get you know what I mean? Like a lot of people that come to America, at least New Zealanders, they're like, yeah, we went to L.A. and then we went to Disney and then yeah. we went to Las Vegas no, and we went home. Accents. And I'm like, no. And I'm like, you didn't get to like Superior, Wisconsin. <laughs> Superior. Uh, Louisville, Kentucky. You know what I mean? Louisville. <laughs> Louisville. Like, I was like, this is great. You're getting the gamut here. <laughs> Park all Ranger the Eric. The Ranger. Yeah. Ashley asked a question. Excuse me, Ranger Eric. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Hermione over here has a question. <laughs> Major Eric, just a question. <laughs> just a question. <laughs> um, but I love when he gives them the calculator and he's like, you know, da, da, da. so I'm running a check for. So you fell asleep. What's the big deal? What's the How big deal? How do you clear this thing? Okay. So um, I was reading and of course there is a Reddit forum called oh. subreddit. I actually don't know if that's what r slash is that subreddit. I don't know how Reddit works. Uh, I only use it for the New York Times spelling bee. But there's a Reddit forum called They Did the Math. And um, maybe it's people who estimate numbers to do some number crunching for Mm -hmm. favorite fictional scenes. And so it says, considering the rent for an apartment in that area at that time, we do know it's rent controlled. So I don't know if they took that into account. Food for one adult. Other specific expenses revealed throughout the show. A Reddit forum, they did the math, estimated Joey how much Joey would owe Chandler at that point in the series. The figure they reached was $114,000. That sounds about right. Yeah, Basically, I could believe it. Raising like, a child, why he was like, except it's an adult. How do you clear this thing? <laughs> well, and like, yeah, yeah. Because part of me is like, it is so hard to imagine 
covering expenses for somebody else. But I guess like if you're Chandler and you don't have much else expenses mm-hmm. and you've got a good job, maybe it's just like he just treated it as if he rented a studio apartment or a one bedroom apartment yeah. and it just cost that much. Like yeah. maybe that's how, I don't know. And like, I would never have allowed so much mooching because I just would have a problem with it. But like, yeah, it's nice that, and it's not like it was like a million dollars. I mean, it's, it's a lot of money, but um, I guess if you're just like, oh, well, I'm just, this is how much rent costs. And I just have a, I get to have a friend live here. Yep. Pretty much. That's nice of him. It is. So you fell asleep. So you fell asleep. Whatever. And all is suddenly <laughs> forgiven. <laughs> yeah. And I like how Chandler kind of like nods at him like, that's what I thought. I should change my beliefs. I should change my beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> well, this also reminds me of when Monica is pissed that, um, or Chandler gets pissed that Monica opened the wedding presents. And then she's like, you kissed another woman? And they're like, call it even? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Both somehow got off the hook for being insane yeah pretty much both insane um so joey and chandler are back to being j-man and Channies, and all is well <laughs> all is well um but meanwhile rachel is still pregnant and at the first you know at the beginning of the episode she is like, ooh, today's my due date. I've loved being pregnant, you know. Really looking forward okay, to the next part. Well, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make a comment. Okay. <clears throat> At the beginning of the episode, Joey has the most exciting news he's ever had in his entire career. And that is that he's finally got his big break and he's got a premiere that he wants to invite his friends to. And then Rachel makes it about her by being like, well, as you know, I'm not going to be able to attend because it's my due date. I just want to say thank you. And I was like, Rachel, he's not even done. Like, can you just be excited for your friend for 10 seconds before you start giving your acceptance speech about pregnancy? Well, that's it. I'm annoyed and I'm allowed to be. No questions. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Moving on. Um, Short and sharp, Renee. That's how you do it. (laughs) Yes. Well, Joey is birthed this movie and Rachel is about to birth a baby. And so she can't go in the limo. Mm -hmm. But, you know, she's like, I'm so excited about the next phase, but I've loved being pregnant. And then we flash forward. That's right. Still no baby. And they cut this out. But um, there's like other people. And she's like, oh, is the puffy pregnant lady disturbing your precious coffee time? And she's just like an absolute terror bounding through this coffee shop. Um, yeah. And Ross <laughs> is like, oh, sweetie, maybe you'd be more comfortable here. I know you're uncomfortable. I wish I was a seahorse. I know he's trying to be nice, but I'm also like, I I just feel like this is not the time to be kind of a kiss up like she doesn't need solutions she doesn't she, she doesn't want solutions she doesn't she just wants to rage she does um i do love though when he's like i wish i was a seahorse <laughs> Be- because with seahorses the men are the ones who carry the baby and also i'd be far away in, in the, the sea, sea. <laughs> in the sea <laughs> oh it's so funny <sighs> i know because it is one of those things like the end 
I mean, once again, we don't know for sure. We haven't carried no babies. We are we are also seahorses. We're not carrying anything. Um, mm-hmm. But so I know funny. at the end, like not only you're carrying at least 30 extra pounds on your body, the baby drops. So you're like hanging low. You're probably half dilated. You're like hanging out in the world and like everything pro- I don't know you're you're swollen and you're hot and it's your summer feet, and your you're hot and you can't get good sleep also there is you, something there's all these things you can't eat yeah and there's something psychological about a finish line can you imagine if you were running a marathon and it was like 26 oh, yeah. two miles but they're like okay, and it kept just moving. kidding it's 27 it's Ooh. 28 it's 29 you would oh, have yeah. like I think I would break down I would be so overwhelmed by the unknown what I thought I knew keeps changing when you need something to hang that's, on to. That's such a good point, Renee. I was going from the more surface level. Like some people aren't summer season people, like in the best of times. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, there's there's people that just like everyday life, they get whiny and annoying yeah. in summer because they just do they just don't do well in the heat. And so like to imagine like also being, like you said, pregnant and swollen and tired and you know Mm -hmm. like not getting good sleep and all that stuff but yeah you're also right psychologically it's like okay so it could be a week it could be two weeks you know what I mean like every at that point it's just and you can't really make plans because Mm -hmm. you're like well any like I can't like go I don't know there's just probably a lot of stuff that you can't commit to yeah because you're like I don't know I could be giving birth I mm-hmm. you know I have to be like at the ready every second yep. from this point forward and that's really tricky too yep um but yeah she just is like raging she's like I'm so uncomfortable and Phoebe tries to empathize and once again Rachel just wants to complain she does not want to hear anything from anybody else <laughs> that's a great story could you tell me why you're getting it iced tea <laughs> Um, and yeah, so then they send her home from work and they're like, just start your maternity leave now. (laughs) Well, they don't want me there. Screw them. I'll just hang out with you guys. Everybody's like, great. (laughs) Phoebe's like, yeah. Or you could do volunteer work. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't blame them. Like, okay. Yes. She is in a state and being a nightmare. But like they don't have to sit around and listen to it. No, like, they don't. She can be like that if she wants, but they don't have to be there for it. No. It's not like she is like in pain or at high risk. You know what I no. mean? Like it's not, I don't know. I understand she's uncomfortable and she has every right to be annoyed and upset, but they do not have any obligation to deal with that too. So true. Um, they know. Yeah, they're all like. They didn't being sleep with pretty, Ross. <laughs> right. And this proves <laughs> that nothing good can come from sleeping with Ross. Come from sleeping with Ross. Um, but after, you know, she's. Uh, she is just still raging and she has to pee. Um, but then she starts to get personal talking about Monica's potpourri and. <laughs> You know? And so I, I know she's so rude. I know I she's don't getting die mean. From the stink of the potpourri. Yeah. Um. But. Uh. Okay. Monica's like, well, she's over a week late. She's got to have it today. And Phoebe's like, mm, you know, maybe we could bet on it. Yeah. And I'll she's like a hundred dollars. And she's like a thousand. She's like one hundred thousand dollars. She's like, how about fifty? Yeah. Sold. <laughs> um. 
And Minosha goes, okay, let me call Zurich and move some money around. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, so I can't remember who. Okay, so Monica took that day. Um, And then the next day, Monica and Jana, she's still pregnant. And Rachel's like, she's like, oh, you're still pregnant. I know how comfortable you are. You know what? You look great. Just like 50 bucks. Um, mm-hmm. I love that. And Phoebe knows her audience as usual and is like, oh, I forget. Do you like how to lose? Do you want to double or nothing? And so mm-hmm. Dale. Uh, Do you like losing? Yeah. And um, <laughs> so Ross comes by because they have a doctor's appointment. And he's like, okay, do you want to change? They're waiting for us, but you, you know, you could change. And she's like, because like half her stomach is hanging out, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But then he says, don't you think that's a little inappropriate? And I think I would punch him in the face if it was me. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Who cares? It's, you know, like, she's not going to a mosque. <laughs> you know? Like, it's... Yeah. Who cares? Um, um, and- okay, I'm not defending this, but I do think that, like, present day, there's just a lot more, like, two-piece cohort sets, crop tops, like, all- and I know that there was crop top shirts back in that time as well, but it wasn't like a normal done thing. And it was just, you know what I mean? It was more like that's what Britney Spears was wearing and like other models and people like that were. And I just, so I don't feel like it was quite as like normalized and common because I I know that like when I used to watch this, I felt very uncomfortable by like how her belly was like totally just hanging out. And so I think I probably would have been like, oh, we're like going to be in public. Um, But I hear what you're saying. Yeah, because it's just like, like present day. I'm like, yeah, who cares? Whatever. But when I first watched this, I remember thinking like, oh, it's just doesn't it's just uncomfortable. Like it just I don't know. I don't know what the right word is, but I I can see where like it wasn't as acceptable or whatever, you know? Yeah. But also like I just don't know why Ross would think the way she's been acting that this is in any way like a good idea. You know what I mean? He probably didn't think he probably wasn't like. He probably just assumed like, oh, she'll yeah. want to go change. No, no, you've got time to change. That's true. You know, That's and then when true. somebody's like, what's wrong with what I'm wearing? And you're uh-huh. like, oh, no, no, nothing. No, you look great. You know, like I think it was one of those. Yes. So um, they get to the doctor and <laughs> this is one of my favorite ones. This is maybe how you think. Like, you think I'm funny when I'm mad? And this part, I think Rachel's really funny when she's mad because she's like, Ross, when you, when when Carol was pregnant with Ben, were you this irritating? Irritating? Um, no, that's fine. Breathe louder, Ross. Breathe that's louder. Um, he's like, I'm, I'm not trying to irritate you. She's like, oh, well, you're just really good at it then. Um, I... I don't think this is funny. I oh. think she needs to rein it in. She probably does, like, but for some reason, I think it's funny. But is then- she's being so, like, unnecessary. Like, she is just being so mean. But like, he Ross- doesn't have to be there with you. Would you rather be alone, That's Rachel? True. Like, That's come true. on. <laughs> Were you this irritating? Um, 
but when Ross is like, we should probably see if the doctor knows how to deliver a baby that's half human, half pure evil. Half evil. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he's like, oh, you're being nice to the doctor. He's like, she has the drugs. <laughs> I could see being like, Ross, like, can you go stand somewhere else? I just, you're breathing really loud and it's bothering me. But just to be like, that's great, Ross. Breathe louder. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. I've also never been 42 weeks pregnant, mm-hmm. so. Well, she's pre- she's eight days late. Yeah, and the doctor's like, you must be uncomfortable. Okay. Um, you're 80% effaced. Oh, just a tiny bit. Do you know what a face okay, is? Means? That the same thing? Is it the same thing as dilated? No. I feel like it's not because if it's it was, not. they'd just say dilated. I asked okay, my friend Anya know. what a faced was because I'm like, that's one of those things. Like when someone tells me how much their baby weighs, I have a frame of reference. Six pounds is smaller. Nine pounds is bigger. But when you tell me your baby is 20 inches, I don't know how long an average baby is. Right. So I'm like, I don't know. That sounds about right. Is that small? Is it big? I, I don't know. Um, and then I know what dilated is. But yeah, a faced is like, it's kind of gross, but it's like the thinness of your, the membrane that they have to like get through basically the, the, the veil. So the, it has so to like 80%, thin out. Yeah. Do you want it 100%? Yes. And that's you want like to get transparent? to 100. Okay. Yes. Okay. So zero is opaque. Yes. I think is transparent. Yeah. Okay. Don't um, quote me on exactly what it is, but it's don't, some sort of membrane type don't thing. Don't listen to us. Yes, for we this don't. Information. Okay. All moms don't out be there like, um, are probably my friend rolling said their I eyes. was transparent. Yeah. <laughs> but also, Anya told me there's no like official measurement for that. There's not like a like dilation is on a millimeter scale. Right. Um, right. This is basically like whoever is checking you. It's like they're guesstimating. Wow. You know? So. It's a real art, isn't it? It's a real art. So obviously I'm sure there's like, I'm sure there's like a little wiggle room for how much effaced you are. But, you know, I don't know. These people do this every day too so they can gauge it. Um, So she's effaced, which is good. But it could be a while longer. They don't say how much she's dilated, I don't think. Um, right. And so the doctor's like, if you want to move things along, we've got some ideas. There's herbal tea. There's spicy foods. There's castor oil. Take a long walk. Going for a walk. the one that's most effective is sex. And Rachel's like, okay, Ross <laughs> looks at her. Yeah, who I've, um, who I've just been like berating. so mean to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I have heard from a lot of friends. It's like long walks usually at the end. People do a lot of long walking. Part of this stuff, I think, especially like the long walk, I think staying busy probably just helps you. Even though I do know that like in the same way that like your heart rate gets up when you walk and exercise, I'm sure it like kicks your body into like you know, gets the wheels turning a little bit. And yeah. Same thing a with body sex, in motion you know? stays in motion, right? Right. I know sure. a lot of people do stair steps or like curb walking to like a little bit of heart rate elevating versus just walking. Spicy food, same thing, kind of gets your heart rate up, um, gets your, you know, stomach moving, all that kind of stuff. Um, so part of it, I think, is probably just like you're doing these things and the time is passing. And oh, then you have the baby. Like you're going to have it eventually. <laughs> but I'm sure that the heart rate That's and all true. that stuff is like helpful to, yeah, body in motion, stage in motion. Um, 
And so they come back and they're like, you know, we did them all. And Rachel's like, well, we didn't. But someone thinks that the last one will open up a can of worms. Open a can of worms. Yeah. And (laughs) Monica's like, well, just, it's sex. Just do it. And, you know, because she wants. Do it. You have needs. Because she's got money on this. Get yours. Um, And then Phoebe's like, no, not a good idea. What does she say? Like, it'll be too confusing or something like that? The repercussions would be catastrophic. Oh, it would be catastrophic. Yes. (laughs) And then Monica's like, you know, he, Ross isn't the only guy you can have sex with. Borrow Chandler. He's oh good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's, you can borrow Chandler. Chandler is good. She and has lost her mind. I know. And then she's like, they figure her out. That he's like, why do you care so much about this? Oh, yeah. That's right. Because she's like, I just, I just want her to have the baby today. And they're like, why today? And then she gives it up because I made a bet with Phoebe and I don't want to lose. And Rachel's like, I'll take that bet. <laughs> so, um, you know, they cut this out, but there is, uh, there is a point where she gives them all the money. This is, yeah, she, yeah. yeah. The scene where she pays up. Yeah. And so finally, we're back at... Uh, well, hold on. But okay. she gives Phoebe 100 because mm-hmm. they did double or nothing. She gives well, Rachel right. 50 bucks. And then she gives Ross $2. <laughs> <laughs> because, because it's Ross. Because Ross wants to open his Amelia Earhart, Earhart <laughs> theme park with his winnings. Um, So we're back at the apartment, Ross and Rachel's apartment. And they're trying the home remedies. They have like spicy food. Eat one of these peppers, finish your enchilada, and um, Rachel is like, when well, I, speaking when, of hot. When I um, think of spicy food, I don't think of Mexican food. Like, I wouldn't have thought spicy enchilada. Yeah, that's true. I was like, oh, huh. Yeah, that's true. I would have thought Indian or maybe Thai. My first my first thought was Thai, mm-hmm. and then second thought would have been Indian. Yeah. But, um, like, Thai or Malaysian and then Indian. But I guess, yeah, you can, like... Mexican hot sauce. That yeah, really? Sense. Yeah, spicy hot sauce. Um, but uh, Rachel's like, speaking of hot, you doing that may really makes me want to have sex with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, come on, Ross. Make love to me. Make love to me. It's like, it'd be a nice way to bookend the pregnancy. Um, oh, my god! But she's like, make love? What are you, a girl? And uh, she's like, you know, just think of me a catch- as a ketchup bottle. You just got to get something out. And um, he's like, oh, yeah, really sexy. And she's like, oh, that's not sexy. Whoops. I seem to drop my fork. Let me just bend oh over and get <laughs> But she's so pregnant. Aww. She can't, hasn't been able to she touch can't. her toes in weeks. <laughs> and so she's Aww. like trying to bend over. Um, and then she's like, Okay, fine. Whatever. Oh, you're not going to talk? How will you ever annoy me? Oh, I know. (sighs) And then he tackles her. And she's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm getting that baby out of you. (laughs) Because he's like, obviously. immediately. Yeah. Her water breaks. It freaking works. Immediately. Yeah. And he's like, I am good. (laughs) And now they're going to have a baby. And there is like that one scene where 
they're like, or that like one second where they're about to walk out the door and she's like, they like kind of like, you know, have a moment. And then yeah. she's like, um, I haven't read this part of the book, but do you think we have time? Yeah. And he's like, absolutely not. <laughs> and so I don't know. They're just like, they keep dropping these little like, you know, like when yeah. um, you mentioned this, I think it was last episode when she was jokingly like, Ooh, we're having a baby together. Should we talk about us? And he had to pee. And she's mm-hmm. like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And then when she had to pee, he was like, yeah, which I don't think Rach, we talked about like, that. Should we? Like he did it back. No, we didn't. We forgot. Sorry. Yeah. When he was like, he was like, oh, Rach, like, you know, are you sure you don't want something more? I'm not going to be seeing anybody. So it's different because she was like, when she was doing it, she was like, we're having a baby. We're living together. Will that be weird? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm not going to be dating anybody. We're having a baby together. Are you sure you don't want something else? Yeah. That's not, is it weird? That's, do you like me? Mm -hmm. And then she stopped him before he answered. He did not. And she goes, oh, I mean, maybe. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was kidding. I was kidding because you have to pee. And so like, and then, yeah, yeah. And she was like, oh, I know. I'm just, I'm kidding too. Oh, but like, so that happened. Um, they had that eye contact when she had her first <laughs> girl's night out with Phoebe. Well, that's after um, she has the baby. We're not there yet. Oh, shoot. I must have just eye watched contact. that the other I day. I hope you sorry. used protection. That is one of my favorite. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, yeah, you're right. That's right. That's after the baby. But yeah. yeah, but I guess there's like, there's just a few little droplets of like, hmm, there is still a connection between them. This yeah, is one of them. for sure. Yeah, so no time for for that, but there is time to have a baby. And uh, at the very end, they call Monica and Chandler's go. apartment, and Monica's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. "Mm-hmm, mm-hmm." Do you want to bet that Rachel has the baby today? One more, t- <laughs> One more time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's so like not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if she would have been like like gone into the bathroom and then been like. Uh, okay, Phoebe, you know mm-hmm. what? Let's just bet one more time or something yep. like that. But then Phoebe's like, Rachel's Rachel's having the baby, yeah. isn't she? And she's like, you know everything. Yeah. <laughs> Chandler, it's time. And then she's like, double or nothing. I bet you it's seven pounds. I bet you it's hair. I bet it's a girl. <laughs> I'll give you I'll really give you good really odds. Good odds. Oh, yay. So yay. now our next episode, the end of season eight. Oh, my gosh. Rachel having a baby. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. Part one. We've got two parts on this bad boy. We do. That's correct. We do. Will we record it as one episode or two? You will find you out. You will next find week. out when we find out. Yes. <laughs> 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 She's not kidding, people. <laughs> yeah, it's just the way things go around here. Um, but yeah, thanks for being here. So excited to have a baby with you guys next week. Um, everybody <laughs> scrub up and you know, bring your hospital snacks. Scrub it. Scrub in. Scrub in. That's what it was. Scrub in. I mean, scrubbing up is a good idea too. Yeah, but that's, that's anyway. True. Okay. Let's um, have a baby next let's week. Let's have a baby. Okay. We will see you guys next week for the one where Rachel has a baby. See you then. Bye. Bye. See you then. Bye.